0: Hello brothers and sisters, welcome to another episode of End Time America. I'm sure you've been keeping up with the news. Uh, I just, this is going to be just kind of me ranting and raving and explaining and complaining and all that good stuff. The, uh, they just don't let up, do they? The UK's gone into a lockdown. Two days ago, they were there was a mass exodus trying to leave the cities. And then the, there's a group called Cobra Group that meets there. And they got together talking about whether or not to make it a nationwide lockdown. Uh, so, if you watch God's Messenger from the UK or uh, Mike444 Prophecy... Uh, I think both of them are kind of explaining that they're calling for like a a four-week or 4 months lockdown where nobody can meet for Christmas. Christmas is basically canceled there and that uh, their economy is going to collapse in two to four weeks. I mean, they've been through it before. Uh, Soros organized a collapse of the British pound back in the 70s i think it was ca- causing thousands to lose their jobs starve to death lose their homes and whenever you see uh a, a something like that it's it's not about the economy it's it's a manipulation to we uh force people into the streets for extermination it's a, it's a it's a german tactic it's a it's the fourth right, all over again. So, you know, the, the thing that concerns me is we've got brothers and sisters all over the world, and when, when, when we watched the U.S. go to Iraq, disarm the people, and then pull out and leave stockpiles of weapons and equipment. That wasn't by accident, that was on purpose. Remember the US and Turkey worked together and Turkey organized, he he wants a a rise of the Caliphate. He wants to restore the Caliphate and the Ottoman Empire. And uh, what we watched after that was the elimination of the Christians in Iraq they almost totally wiped out the oldest one of the, I can't see the oldest but I can say one of the oldest Christian populations in the world killing 200,000 Christians as the uh, ISIS spread through Iraq then only because the Americans started complaining did uh, were we able to force Obama into rescuing those that were trapped on that mountaintop they used our air air force and our, our fighter jets to clear a path and, and organized a march out up to the Kurds where they'd be safe for a while. Now, Turkey has organized a war against the Christian population, and you know the interesting thing is is, is uh Israel's helping. They're using equipment and materials from Israel. To eliminate Christians. And and you, you listen to other pastors and like Chuck Missler, he, he would come out and say that Israel's more of an enemy than it is a friend. And, 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 and now we're getting pushed towards these uh, no hide laws, which on the very bottom of the totem pole of all the peoples, it turns Christians into like undesirables, like India. Where Christians have no rights, they must obey everything they're told. If they get caught stealing or cheating a a, a any a Jew, they can they can be killed. That sounds a lot like Islam, doesn't it? And you know the way we're taught is that Christianity is a is a faith of love and charity and help. You always help the 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 people that are without. I mean, it it's like As a Christian, I've seen it happen myself, whereas somebody in need would steal something from them. If they were caught, the Christian would show compassion and love on them and talk to them and find out why and gather up things and take them to the family that was in need. Anymore, we do not have a system here in America. It used to be that the police knew the people in need, but now, if you're a needy family, you're targeted because you're set up for elimination, just like the elderly and the Christians. And they've got a they've got a an agenda that they they've been keeping to. You remember the mortgage crisis, and after the politicians signed the bills and sent all of our jobs overseas, and everybody lost their jobs, and then they couldn't find work. And because they had jobs that paid them X amount of dollars, and uh, and because of the Im- immigration, they were allowing to take place, the, the the wages had dropped. So the people that had homes needed to make twenty dollars an hour to sustain their 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 living the way they they live, and they were only able to find ten dollar an hour jobs, and they lost their homes. And then instead of the politicians owning up and saying, well, it's because we did these things It kind of destroyed our infrastructure and sent our jobs over to China and South America, they're not going to criticize themselves. So who's the scapegoat? The poor. Uh, dead, they call them deadbeat homeowners. I remember that as plain as day. And it would make me so angry because I knew what the cause of it was. I knew who caused all this stuff. I knew the reason for these people suffering was the politicians. These lying, thieving politicians that have sold our birthright out from under us. When they do not have the right to do so, they are bound by the Constitution. That is the limits of their authority, and they constantly, even Trump, act beyond it. Privatizing companies and, and administrations and and and, and uh, uh, military and privatizing uh, intelligence so that they can just abuse us and and destroy our country because they abuse our rights. It used to be that they had to have evidence that you did something wrong, but all they've got to do is say you've done something wrong and they can torment you and torture you and kill you with this electronics. Nowadays. But still they can't say they cannot say well he's a Christian speaking truth. No, they've got to say he's a conspiracy theorist. And even the generals that have come out of service are telling you straight up that these so-called conspiracy theories are true. Come back up here, girl. I'm out walking Ariel again. She was miserable because I hadn't been out in a couple of days. I I think it was just the weather was causing me some suffering, but Anyway, back on topic. That's these these generals that are that are working in the background now are, are talking about Flynn and talking about Trump and about the the treason behind the the uh, election. And yeah, what they're saying is true, except for the fact that it's a, all of it's a distraction. All of it is a distraction to get you caught up, cause you to choose sides. So that they can create a civil conflict to justify military in the streets, martial law. And if it's the Christians that rise up, they've already got us listed as the threat. They've already got us listed as as the first terrorist of the world because of the revolution. Because of the enemies that it had were used and put in power when they first implemented Homeland Security, which is a globalist organization and was established by globalists to diminish our rights and and spy on us and, and prevent us from stopping what's happening. It's not to protect us. It's to stop us from defending our country. It's a handcuff that's put on every human, every American, to violate their constitutional rights and their constitutional duty, to have the ability to throw off a government and protect your family and your home. So what they've done is the the politicians have all sold out to the bankers, multi-million dollar homes, using their office as a way to profit, selling your birthright to the bankers who are Satanist, Aligned with the Antichrist and the Harlot Church. Totally incarcerating you within walls. Within First around your country. First they stopped the spread of Christianity. Now Christians overseas are sending missionaries here to America. For good reason. Our churches are lost. Our churches are so far away from the truth. It makes me sick to my stomach. You walk into church now. You do not feel conviction of the Holy Spirit. You do not feel the power of God. It's like going to one of them life seminars where they have some good music and motivating talks and you walk out being motivated. That's not the spirit of God. That's a spirit of deception. They, They sold off God's power and righteousness a long time ago. And that's why they've all got multi-million. They're not following Jesus Christ. That's why they got multi-million dollar homes. They build airports outside their front door. They have jets. Some of them even use parishioners from their church, people that don't have jobs to come in and act as servants. And they think they act like they're serving God Himself. <sighs> All these people are going to be judged and they're going to burn because they've built their kingdoms and not God's. They don't do charity work for the poor or the homeless or or, or the elderly anymore. They'll take all their property. But they send donations to these organizations that do feeding programs in Africa and India and they don't do anything themselves. But they'll show up and spend a the day there to get a photo op so they can make it look like it's their organization it's not their organization they let them label it that uh, they got to pay for certain le- levels if they give uh uh $20,000 you get to come and do a photo op if you pay $50,000 you get to come and 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 add your name to the charity and make them think it's yours and it's all a deception Now, when people off the street go to the churches and ask for charitable help, besides judging them according to the laws of man instead of God, they tell them, most of them tell them, well, we give money to this charity organization down here, go down there and they'll take care of you. Totally defeating the purpose behind the charitable giving was to have a moment to share the gospel with these people. Again, stunting the growth of the gospel in the country, stopping the ability of the, the poor. And, and and you know the scripture, it doesn't say that the rich are going to be in heaven. It always talks about the poor. The poor, the ones that need to count on God are the ones that are close to God. If you don't need to count on God, you don't spend that time praying. Your car may be getting four years old and and you need a, you, you, everybody else is bypassed you and got new cars and you're feeling bad, so you're praying for God for a new car. God give me the money for a new car. Give me a a contract with somebody and but it's sickening. Our whole economy is nothing but crooks and bandits right now. A guy was listening to a a guy. I got I got his uh this video I was watching in, in, in the description. I'll, well, I'll put it in the description when I get done. But he was talking about how this company, Christian company, come out with a new chemical that you spray it on ser- hard surfaces and it blocks the virus for 20 or 30 days. It, it 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 stays dry, but it like pierces the virus and keeps it from spreading. And and he said he's amazed that everybody contacts him. All these Christians will contact him instead of wanting to help people and get it out to the people. They're wanting to know how they can profit from it. Come on, Ariel. (sighs) They want to know how they can make money off of it. They're not interested in helping people. That's what the churches have done. Well, this is an opportunity. God put it right in front of my face and he said, go ahead and contact them. If you're chasing after money like that, if you think the money money is the way God shows either He loves you or that you're part of His sheep or, or group of people, you're sorely mistaken. <laughs> Money's a trap. I, when I was younger, I'd sabotage myself to keep me from getting rich because I knew if I was rich. That I'd be so far away from God That I, I would not be able to be saved As I've gotten older I've gained more wisdom, and knowledge And now I've got a purpose And uh, my purpose is Trying to Save people out of this Abominable deception And false doctrine and And protect those that are suffering around the world and they're soon it's, it's very soon it's going to be here in america very very soon there's a lot of a lot of people that have had well the the essenes were the the for, for christian community that were living in the desert around the time of christ the essenes they were the ones that hid the dead sea scrolls they they were following a calendar and their calendar said the beginning of the next age. The next age, what is it? Next age? It's the thousand-year reign of Christ, right? It's a thousand-year reign of Christ. And the Essenes said that that was going to start in 2025. Well, think about what's happening in the world. I, this is not prophecy. This is just me using the gift that God gave me—a uh, understanding gathering information and it just fitting together in my head as he sees, as he wants me to fit it together. And I, I love technology. I, I create products. I haven't had enough money to produce any of them. I got one product in my head that is just a mix of different technologies that I've come across, but I believe it'll be very helpful to people, but I don't have a place or the, the money to develop it and, and build a working model. And then Once I got the model, I'll have all the templates and then I can mass produce it, but I just haven't been able to yet. It's going to cost me some money to get this thing developed and work out the little bugs that I haven't figured yet, but it's, it'll work. The bugs will be minor about trying to, the bugs are in effect, which materials to use to make it last a lifetime instead of developing another product like Our industry is developed nowadays. Everything's a Bic. You throw it away when it breaks and have to buy a new one. We're getting ready to head back into the time where you wish you had everything American made, knowing that it would last. You'd buy it one time, and then you'd just have to buy a part here and there, and it'd last you a lifetime. But, uh... Getting off track now. Let me think. As I was talking about what he said, oh, like like that. The churches are so lost; they they've wandered away from the truth, and because of that wandering, that that that, and they they fail to read the scripture. They don't. Turn, he said they don't turn back to the scripture, and because of that, they've been fed the same thing I've been telling everybody that they're fed false doctrine, and they've fallen for this false doctrine, and this false doctrine has led them into the deception that's being used to enslave them. Right now, we're teetering on a period of time. Oh, I wanted to get into this other other thing about the Christians all being persecuted. I mean, you, our country has set... And watch two hundred thousand Christians die and barely raise a stink about it. It's like it's like well they speak a different language. We don't know what they believe. They believe in Jesus Christ. What do you believe in? Obviously not a whole lot. Oh, that just made me so sick I'd sit and cry because I wanted to do something, but I couldn't get anything put together because it was so far from everybody's heart. Nobody gave a hoot about it. Nobody cared. Just like in Germany, where where that one poet wrote, first they came for this group, and nobody said nothing. Then they came for this group, and still nobody said nothing because it wasn't. It didn't affect them. And that's what's going on here. Because it doesn't affect you. And you don't want to raise your voice because you don't want to be included or watched or terrorized or harassed or or, or stick out to where they'll target you and and, and list you as a, a threat to this globalist regime. And because you won't do nothing, you won't say nothing, you won't you won't even you won't help your brother your sisters. These are your brothers and sisters in Christ. And because you won't do anything to help them when they come for you, there's going to be nobody left. And that's what's going on with our the people that are serving this great American government that we've got now. They're serving the globalists is what they're doing. The ones that have violated our rights that don't care about our rights, that just will lie about you in order to target you, we'll send them in out after you in the darkness of the night to harass you and and torture you and shorten your life with their electronics. Killing the elderly, giving them strokes and heart attacks. They don't care. They they don't care about it now, but they're going to care about it soon because that equipment kills them too. And that's what they're going to be judged for. They're going to be judged for the murders that they're committing that they don't realize they're committing. And that's the whole reason for the electronics. In Germany, they were killing people, and it really affected them. made them crazy. So they'd get the people... They'd get a a, a half-friendly nation and have them supply the people that would do the killing, and then they'd let them kill for so long, and before they'd lose control of them, they'd go ahead and kill them and get a fresh group. Well, with this electronic stuff, it doesn't do it immediately. It does it over time, so... They can say, well, they just they just died. I don't know what it was. They just died. It was a damn electronic device. You aim at them all day long every day. It's his Wi-Fi. It's his 5G. Soon to be six G. What did what did the uh what is that, the Hoppy prophecy about the kachinas? And it talks about The spider web that is going to encircle the earth in the sky. It's going to be an invisible spider web. And that's what they're talking about is this Wi-Fi. This 5G that's going to encircle the planet. And whoever has control of it will be undefeatable. Will be the nation that nobody can fight. Because it can put your whole division to sleep. Make them fall asleep on the battlefield and then your troops can walk over and just take them into custody or eliminate them whether they're unconscious. For the delusional ones, the ones that don't know their own God, it can trick them into thinking that they haven't been able to get that to work here in America. They've complained about it. They they were wanting to start a civil war, but they keep complaining that it works overseas in other countries, but it doesn't work in America and it doesn't work in Europe. <sighs> Wonder why? Anyway, we're watching our brothers and sisters perish around the world as they eliminate Christianity, and not only that. There's a there's another globalist group. It's a it's the Jesuit controlled group. That's uh digitizing all the books and not only are they digitizing them they're blocking access to them because if you don't have a special reason if you're not a professor and you have to specifically be doing a certain study and you got to tell them what your study is so it can be approved before you can have access to the books that's the kind of stuff that's going on So you can't research and find truth anymore. There's no truth out there, and there's no truth in them. That's what's happening in this world. So not only are they eliminating the seed of God, they're trying to eliminate the knowledge of how God moved on earth... And they're trying to eliminate the the word. Over the years since the King James Bible came out. Well, there's a documentary you can watch the history of the Bible, or what is that called? Uh Wheat Among the Tares. Or a Light A Lamp in the Darkness. A lamp in the darkness. Watch that video. How how the Vatican sent this this. He was he was supposed to be a Protestant. But he betrayed his faith because they sent him out to these mo- monasteries where he dug up some old, <clears throat> some old um, books, old Bibles, from long ago. And uh, when he dug them up, he rewrote it. <laughs> Because the Vatican's got original ink from the periods, and paper from those periods, so they can recreate any document they want. So they rewrote the Bible, and ever since then, that was the first attack on the Bible. There's a big to-do about it all over Europe, about how they found found some pages from the Bible that were different than what the Bible says. (laughs) And that was their plan. And ever since the King James and uh, what is it other Bible that came out, The uh, uh, I forget the name of it. Ever since those Bibles came out, they've been changing the Bible with new interpretations to move people closer and closer to Catholicism, to the harlot church, to the fake church, to the doctrine of the, the goddess worship. And that's the secret of what's going on right there. uh, we live in a sad time it's a very sad time I'm going to go down here by the river I think and I let her run down there for a minute so I don't have to walk far because my, my back has been hurting me every day a matter of fact but anyway The the thing I wanted to get to, the points I wanted to get to was persecution is going to be globally here very soon. This, uh, This virus is being used to change the world, and it's going to be used to outlaw the Christian faith. Right now, in uh, I wish I could remember his last name, his name's Lance or something, but he's a, he, he's a White House, He's he's got access to the White House, he knows a lot of things, but he's, he's very, very good, he's, he's caught up in that same garbage that, that Trump's been called to God, and that he's our savior, and all that garbage, but he, you know, he doesn't know the history of this, what's going on, but he's pretty good, he's, He's right on on a lot of things. He's just deceived in that one portion, but you need to listen to him because he talks about the, the, the what they're doing to the Bible. They're trying to keep churches from meeting because they want to permanently close the churches down. And if Christians don't organize and don't start standing up to this stuff and we got we can't do it in one little church at a time. We have to do it nationwide. At once the Christians have to unite and stand together against this tyranny or we're going to lose our ability to worship God in a, in a country that was created to ensure that we could freely worship and we even have laws on the book that keeps them from passing laws against many things against us having weapons, against us worshiping God, against us meeting, against our freedoms and liberties that keep us free. They've changed their they're attacking every one of them. Every one of them they're are under attack right now and they're using this virus. And it did interesting that they come out with the 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 the, the cure all for the virus and people don't want to take it. So oh by the way <laughs> there's a there's a worse virus that just come out. Trying to get people to run to it, and and then I hear them talking about well, which groups are most affected? And they're trying to deceive people there too, because when it first come out, it was the white race, the Europeans and the Americans that had the, China even says it's it's the biggest the biggest problem for Europe and America. But in their in their propaganda, that the doctors and the the globalists are using in their reporting to Trump, it is the blacks and the Mexicans that have a worse time with it. Isn't that funny? And then they're talking about how they might make the 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 the, uh, Caucasians wait. They might not let the Caucasians have it, have the vaccine right away to ensure that all these other people that would just prove that their purpose is to wipe out the Caucasians and use the white. DNA from a young white Caucasian as a way to camouflage all the other races to pollute God's uh, seed. Isn't that right? Wouldn't that be right? Pollute God's seed, camouflage, so we don't know which which group's his. And uh, while they're doing it, just go ahead and eliminate everybody and then outlaw the scripture. Wouldn't that be wiping out God's seed totally? That would be a, I think that would do it. I really do. I think that would be I think if I was God that would make me angry enough to destroy the world. That they if they were to try to kill all my uh, my seed. And uh, sorry I had to get the drink here. And uh then destroy or outlaw and hide my word from people after I, after he worked for 2,000 years to get that word out to the public. Wouldn't that do it? Anyway, back years ago, and I, I got that's when I started having problems with everybody, was that uh, years ago, I started a group called Christian Rescue Coalition. And the reason I called it that was I wanted to recruit people that were called in their hearts to help their brothers and sisters. My intent was to, uh, I and I did the first few steps. I wrote a, a a short little paper on how Islam was spreading under Obama and what to watch for, and how they were converting whole communities through fear and. uh after I wrote that, then I sent it to the presidents of several countries that were right on the, the, right on the front line with its Jonathan Goodluck was one president uh, uh, that I sent it to. then, then the a country south of that, I sent it to several of them. One of the countries actually outlawed Islam, and tore down their mosque. but jonathan goodluck lost to a muslim and then they started eliminating christians right away but the uh that was my first step my next step was to recruit christians south of the the border regions that were un, under challenge by the muslims and not only muslims it's this is this is it's good against evoid it, it encompasses all religions that are attacking the protestant christians now and a lot of areas are attacking christ, uh, protestants and catholics and there's a lot of catholics that serve jesus christ that actually read the bible that uh are in the catholic church because they were raised there but they believe in scripture and in jesus christ and they're very close to god and i've come to respect several of them and i've really come to respect the ones that are standing against this current pope but what i wanted to do is get in contact with the churches and set up a rat line or a underground railroad a way that uh christians in the beyond the border of conflict could gather could get information on where they could go for safety and and it would not be understood by Muslims or other faiths. Only Christians could understand it. So that was requiring some prayer. And then I wanted I wanted to have like an underground railroad a way for them to get to safety south. And also I wanted to contact and finally find some countries that still considered themselves Christian, Protestant countries. And I wanted to work out a deal with them. To take in these refugees from the Islamic areas and other areas because they, they could be a great help to the countries. aid. They seen firsthand how it was spread and what to look for. They understood the languages, and they could help them with the security of those countries, these people that had to live through it that were Christian, and they would be faithful to other Christians. And that was my goal. And then, on top of that, I had a... I had some things organized that I'm not going to speak about because it would be I I just can't talk about some ideas on on uh, ways to evacuate people and then I wanted to I was looking for a boat for myself to work so that I could big enough and fast enough that I could an ocean capable that I could sail across and off the coast to certain areas and then let God just guide us to where we needed to check and have uh, uh, be able to rescue people from the coastline and take them to safe areas, uh, Christians. That was my goal. And then after I set that goal up, and as I was studying scripture, I, I was praying, God, because I was, I was hitting so much conflict with this, the enemies of Christianity in our own government didn't want me to do this. So I was, I was always harassed. Everything I tried to do was blocked. Everything I did was sabotaged. My whole life turned upside down. And uh, so I started praying. I was asking God, God, you know, prove to me that this that you put in my heart was real. Prove to me this is really a purpose that I need to strive for. Because if it's something that you called me to do, it has to be in the scripture. The, the reason for it has to be in the scripture. A week later, he led me to Jeremiah 30 and 31. 30 and 31. That deals with the time of Jacob, the tribes, the well, lost tribes, the seeds, the seed of Christ, the seed of God here on earth, Jacob. The 10 lost tribes. And how the time of Jacob's trouble, which includes not only Jacob and the bloodline, but it includes. Because if you're grafted in, if you've turned to God and you've repented, you have been grafted in. The blood of Christ runs through you. You, If you've studied the Bible, you have put on the new man and you have put on God's will. So I was reading that and it talks directly about. How during the time of Jacob's trouble, God, uh, the Christians are going to be persecuted so bad that they're going to have a, there's going to a major exodus coming. The exodus of the true Christians back. This is now. Keep in mind, this is the time just right before the return of Christ. The right before the so-called rapture. That as He comes down, we go up. And what we pass, I think we're going to pass it right in the sky, the fire that's coming down to destroy everything, because he's going to lay the whole world waste. But those that were survived, those, what did he call it, that remnant that he protects and he keeps alive, the ones that are are devoted to his book. The ones that didn't lay down their lives as a testimony of God will take flight. And it talks about that flight in scripture. And they'll head down the rivers towards the coast in every country. Every country. And from the coast, they will be picked up. And they will return to Israel. And yet in the scripture, I also ran across the time period. There. It tells you when we're supposed to return. And I know when that is too. But we're not, I don't think we're going to be so concerned about it. Because people are going to be guided by their spirit. They're not going to understand it. Because a lot of them haven't read that scripture. But the situation, you know how God will drive you. He'll destroy one thing and he'll send, force you, if you won't go of his, you know, by talking to him, he'll force you to move to an area so he can get you to reach out to certain people. That's how he operates. So there's a timing there, too, and it's in the scripture. Like I, I We all keep telling you that there is all the secrets you need to know to survive what's coming is in the scripture. Because if you know the word of God... As things start to happen, God will start speaking to your heart using his word. And the words in his scripture will come forth and it'll be reminders of what you're supposed to do. And he'll reveal each one to you at the appropriate time. But you need to know the word of God. It's going to get really busy for a while. So, anyway, my point about the false doctrine and stuff and, and the Essenes. The Essenes were on a calendar. And they said the next age starts in 2025. Well, 2025 is also the year the bankers have set up for the end of COVID, which means the end of the population reduction. That's the end of the killing of 2 million people here, 200 million here in America. And it's it's a global thing. So out of that, there'll be a remnant that survives. And it starts. It started. That means we're in the last. It, it, if the next stage starts in 2025, that's the kingdom of God here on earth. Uh, that means we're. Right at the border of the last half of tribulation. Because the very end of tribulation is the wrath of God coming down to the people of earth. And that is what we're watching for. And that's what everybody seems to be waiting for. And they're calling the rapture. But like I said, we're living in difficult times. So my point about Christian Rescue Coalition. We need, to, we need people... We need people that even if we can't talk to each other, we need to establish rat lines here in our own country. We need to establish true Christian believers that know what's going on. We need to establish areas where we can find safety, people that will help us. And, you know, the difficult thing about talking about this right now is because the enemies in our own government will hear this, and then they'll try to infiltrate it, just like Germany did, so that they can take hold of the ones trying to escape, just like Germany did. And that's why you need discernment. You need God's spirit inside you, because you're going to know. If you've got God's spirit in you, you're going to know a true Christian from a faith. I've gotten better at it. Because you're not trying to identify Christians from non-Christians. That's what we're we're watching for here. Also, Christians from fake Christians. There's going to be a lot of Christians that are deceived and loyal to, like it says in the Bible, they're going to be uh, betraying you thinking they're doing God a service. So there's going to be a lot of Christians that are devoted to the system and the government and think that we're serving God. These people are deceived. They're not true Christians, you know, and turning you in. That's what's going to happen, just like Germany. So you're going to need to be able to tell a Christian from a a non-Christian and a Christian from a fake Christian. I've gotten good at telling true Christians from deceived Christians, so, is what I've been learning, because they're still serpents. They're still serving the serpent. They're still betrayers. They're still evil. They just don't know it. Anybody that can plot evil against somebody at night, they can watch them when there's no evidence of them doing anything. They can torture them and try to, over the long term, kill them with microwave and, and, and these sound devices and stuff. Anybody that can do that, Scripture tells you that they're not Christian, and they will be judged for it because it talks about how evil people would plot evil against their brothers and sisters at night, and now you got the government's telling them who to watch and who who are threats, so they think anybody, you know, it's funny because they got Christians that are working for the government that if they were not working for the government, they would be a threat and be on the receiving end instead of the sending end. That's interesting. It's all about deception, delusion, and lies. But anyway, we're heading towards that point. We're heading towards that point. I'm not I'm not a prophet. I just I'm just a fellow Christian trying to serve God. Trying to weed throw off the deception and the lies. And seeking truth. I'm only interested in truth. Not interested in deception or lies or anything else. I'm only interested in truth. The only place you get truth is in the scripture. Not from people. Not from books by people. You get it from the scripture. Or, you have to research the first books written about events to understand the true history that brought us to this point. And all of it's being hid and uh, removed. That's the purpose of the digitizing of these books is to be able to lock them up. If you digitize it, you can put it in a vault and nobody can get access to it. You don't have to burn them all. Because Obama issued an order that any book that wasn't checked out more than so many times a year were to be destroyed. And that was code for history books religious books because nobody's reading history nobody's because people had been dumbed down they but they were wanting to hide them from the people that might get interested in truth and that's what they're getting ready to do to the bible here very shortly so keep your eyes open make sure you got why does god say he's gonna he's gonna write his word in their hearts they're not gonna have the book 't worry they're gonna have it in their hearts because the enemy is going to destroy the books. So you're going to have to have it in your hearts. If it's not in your heart, you're not going to make it. And that's the truth. That is God's honest truth. The enemy is the enemy. It's the same enemy since the Garden of Eden. The same tactics, same methods that we've seen in every war, every conflict, in the spread of communism, and the spread of socialism, any racial divide, any hatred, it's all the same people behind it. Every time a nation has its dollar collapse, it's the same people behind it. It's all practice to see how they can do it. That's what all of it was up until this point. That's what Iraq was, practice. Practice see how they can get guns from people, and then turn loose the the group that they want to eliminate specific groups so they can, you know, eliminate the seed. They eliminated the seed in Iraq. Now they're trying to do it in the rest of the world. Now they're talking about which racial group gets the vaccine in which doesn't and, and it's twofold which one is it's a trick to try to get them to fight to get the vaccine and there's John Wesley Howard I think is his name he's a Catholic and he his podcast or his video podcast last night was on uh, an archbishop saying that you must not take this because it's got it if you take it, you uh, you'll be labeled as having part in a multitude of crimes. And, uh, and that why they use politicians and try to get them to commit horrible acts like child sacrifice or having sex with children and stuff so they can videotape it and have something over their heads. so they but never have to fear their betrayal. And that's the purpose of it. Let me see how many minutes I got left. I may have burned this up. But anyway, that's the purpose of what I was trying to do. I got a few minutes I got I got about ten minutes left. But anyway, anybody that's interested in working with me on and put together a Christian rescue coalition, it's gonna take a lot of prayer. I need prayer warriors. I need people that know how to pray and and get answers from God i need people praying for protection for me and all the listeners and all the saints and uh, the christians overseas that, that he, we need to organize a group i need uh, somebody to manage i need somebody that wants to get involved in that way i need people that want to get involved the whole re- the whole gambit i'm not i'm not i don't want to ha- handle it all i want to handle what i'm good at And what I'm good at is just specific things. I'm good at analyzing and figuring things out and planning. And I'm good at uh, uh, putting together expeditions and and going places to where you have to get there by yourself. And uh, that's what I'm good at. I'm not a good manager. I'm not good at fundraising. And and I'm I'm not, it's not that I'm not good at it, I hate it. But uh, anyway. Uh, anybody interested in doing that, please contact me through uh, End Time America or End Time Saints at yahoo.com and uh, uh, we'll talk and maybe we can start organizing a group and maybe we can get enough people praying we can stop them from stopping us. And then we need to get the Christians organizing and, and standing in unity See the problem is what they've got is they got these people that like the way they're they they it it's not bad affecting their life badly. They're still going shopping. They still got the food they want. They still got the TV. So it's not affecting them. So they don't want to get out and and stir any feathers because they're comfortable. Well. That's part of the plan. It's making sure you stay comfortable while they tighten a noose around your neck. And uh, they're slowly tightening it. And pretty soon it's going to... When it comes to the point that they've got you locked in your home, it's too late to stand against anything. It's too late to... uh, It's practically... It's almost too late to go... Go to the woods. I mean, you're not going to be able to hide from... If you've got a cell phone... You can't hide from them. If they've got your blood, your DNA, and your 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 uh, your uh, electric, what do they call that your your body's electric signal, they they track you with cell phone tower, even if you don't have a cell phone. I mean that that's what they do to me. And anyway, uh, but regardless, you know, if it's needed, God can. Bread me of that. He can clean that up for me. But we need to stand together as Christians. We need to keep them. We, we need to be Christians and we need to be devoted to God's kingdom and not ours. And we need to stand for God's kingdom here on earth. We need to stand up against the evil, against the lies, against the deception, against all the bull that's going on as they're trying to take us down in secret. We need to make known what's happening. We need to stand up and confront it. And the problem is, is nobody's confronting it, anything. They're not confronting the, 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 the attack on, on, on marriage or, or uh, uh, you know, man and woman being together. They, they don't attack nothing. They don't stand up against anything. Because they're comfortable. They're, everything's normal. They don't have to. They're happy with the way things are. I know I'm running out of time. I get long-winded about stuff. Anyway, I got a few minutes. I'm going to go ahead and close. I'll try. I my add to this here, but if you're, if somebody's interested, if somebody's got stuff they'd like to donate a boat, or if they'd like to uh, let us let their boat be used if they they have uh, any political experience the contacts with other other parts of the world if they got uh, anything that they feel like they can use to help organize a Christian rescue away from Christians to unite together under the true banner of the gospel and and stand against the atrocities that are taking place globally—the the murder of Christians. The, I mean, it, it, here nobody thinks it's genocide because it ain't happening right here. Believe me, it's happening here. It's in, in the darkness of the nights. And uh, so we can't, we can't, we can't sit and let this happen any longer. We have to stand, and we have to stand as people of God. We have to stand. As servants of Jesus Christ, we have to stand as his body on earth. Or you can sit and watch a ball game and and just know that one day, very soon, there's going to be a knock at your door and you're going to go stand in a line somewhere where you're going to have to take an oath and swear allegiance to the satanic New World Order. Or you're going to be eliminated through starvation or murder. One of the two, both of them are murder. Your time. And then what they do is once they get you to concentration camps, would be probably the best time to have like a, a Muslims rise up and sweep through the area. Then they could get rid of everybody and they could say, oh, it was the Muslims. It wasn't us. They just eliminated all the Christians in that camp. What a perfect idea, huh? You want to go to a camp? I had one woman dreamt of uh, they, they, they were uh, military groups were crossing the land and these like. Uh, uh, troop carriers from another country. And he said that they had Christians chained on the outside of it to where they were dragging the ground. And they were all alive, but they looked like they'd starved to death. And what they did was they revved the thing up and they started spinning it back and forth and figurating it and they were running over them. The people chained up on the outside to tearing their bodies to pieces. And they, she said that was her dream about Christian persecution. Coming to America. I mean you don't think it's here. But it's creep. It comes in creeping. That's their plan. Like the virus is trying to get you to accept. Being locked down. And giving up your all your freedoms. And all your rights. Out of fear. It's another fear tactic. If this doesn't work. Next is a war. But. This coming year, we're going to face our own elimination. And I think we can look towards Christ's return around 2025. That's what I think it's going to be. Around everything that I know, everything I've studied kind of lines up with that. Brothers and sisters, I love you. Uh I'm sorry to be the bringer of such horrible news. I wish that we lived in a I wish we lived in America like it was back in the 70s or 80s or 90, early 90s, not the mid 90s. 80s, no 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 later than the 80s. I love you all, Father in heaven. I pray for all my brothers and sisters, those that listen and those that don't, not only here in America but around the world. Father, that you will, that you will reach in and guide them, Father. That not all will be lost, but we will have the remnant that you promised, and that we will make it to see your return, Father. Let me. I pray that I'm one of those that get to visually see your return. In Jesus' name, help us to organize to stand. As you would have us stand, Father, against the evil that's trying to shut us down and prevent us from sharing your gospel. Help us, Father. Give us the strength. Give us the will to stand up as Christians and protect the rights and the freedoms of worship and and gathering together. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. I love you all. I'll. I might add to this. I don't know. I was pretty long-winded and jumped around a lot because I'd get off track, but forgive me. And you all have a, a blessed day.